Hello, hello everyone. Welcome to the very first episode of the Aesthetics of Life podcast with me, yours truly. I'm so stoked and super excited to be talking to you and I'm so grateful wherever you are right now if you're listening to me amidst all that you do today. I am so grateful to you. Thank you. Thank you for taking the time. So today's episode is quite interesting. It's about something that's very personal to me as well. So I hope you hang in there and yeah, join me in this journey. So today's episode is about curating your day. Curating your day, curating my day, basically us talking about how to curate a better day for ourselves. Um, this topic is quite close to me personally because I find myself in a dilemma sometimes in curating my own day. This is because I'm somewhat of a busy bee and often am pressed for time when it comes to balancing work and life. You know, there's a lot going on every day. However, there are those free days that come around occasionally and Sometimes you don't really plan out these free days or sometimes you don't really plan out the day which leaves you with a lump of time where you really don't know how to mold all what you have ahead of you according to your own happiness. Well, have you found yourself in that situation? Because I have found myself in that situation many times. I have found myself scrolling endlessly on social media in days like this where I have no plan really but at the same time I'm just not you know in the mood to feel productive as well. So I'm just lying in my bed and relying almost entirely on Netflix to dictate my day. It could be Netflix, it could be YouTube but it's just something external, mostly social media that's just coming to the rescue to dictate how my day ought to go. Do you find yourself in that position? Um, I'm sure you do in certain instances because I think we can relate to this together because I do. So sometimes you also complete all your tasks and you are done with your to-do list or if you have multiple to-do lists like me, you're done with all of that as well but you still feel like something could be missing. So it's an interesting position where you feel productive, but at the same time, you sort of feel like something is missing in your life. A lack of joy, a lack of whole, wholesomeness, um, a lack of sort of serenity, a lack of this aesthetic vibe. Well, I've been there and it's kind of sad because you end up feeling more like a workaholic as opposed to being actually happy. Over the years, I have come to understand, I'm not that old, but, you know, over the years, for the sake of that um, expression, I'd say, well, over the years, I've come to sort of understand that recognizing the importance of curating my day is so, so crucial to get ahead of my game. So it's just not even also about being productive. It's about, you know, having a balance and curating your day in a way where you, at the end of the day, feel more joyous, wholesome and happy. And 
in the recent times, especially given the pandemic situation and the fact that we've been living at home for quite some time, you know, we're spending more time with ourselves. I have attempted to live more consciously, mindfully, and, you know, thereby aspiring to be living happily. This is because I've always been that wide-eyed kid who wanted to grow up and be happy one day. You know, this aspiration of wanting to be happy in the future. But like that famous saying from the American sitcom, One Tree Hill, I'm not sure if you watched it, but it was quite popular back in my day. Um, there's this saying called, one day you're 17 and dreaming about a tomorrow. But before you know it, that tomorrow is today and it becomes yesterday and this is your life. So I must admit, I, I did a terrible job in quoting that whole saying to you. So to please do go Google the exact quotation if you ever want to use it. Um, but what I'm trying to say here is that this aspiration of wanting to be happy in the future, wanting to be happy when my work is done, wanting to be happy tomorrow, wanting to be happy in the weekend, it's just never going to be the case because that tomorrow is today, right? I'm not that wide-eyed kid anymore wanting to grow up and be happy because I am grown up and I want to be happy right now because that day I was planning for is here. So I need to make myself happy. I need to feel happy. Um, and in that spirit, we're going to sort of look into how we can curate our day um, in a more wholesome sense. I'm going to try my best to share some tips, especially tips that I follow, some learnings that I have acquired over the past couple of months, especially in developing sort of a sense of an aesthetically pleasing day where I'm, I've curated my time in a way where I feel happy. But I must say this is obviously we have to establish the fact that this may not be the case for every day because every day can't be the perfect aesthetic day. But we'll, we can try. We can try to be better in curating our time so that we ultimately don't end up feeling quite low and not too joyous. So this is all about you know, taking the time to really think how we can curate our day to feel better at the end of it so that you don't end up feeling sad once you end a productive day, but you end up feeling more wholesome, more joyous and more happy. So before we start, I thought I will share a bit about myself with you. I am a millennial, so you can guess the range of my age now, doing a virtual wink here, in case you don't know me. Um, I'm someone who really believes in grounding myself in values. So every year, I'm that girl who makes a vision board, pick my key values for that year, and I also keep a journal. I enjoy doing these things because, you know, it, it, the tools, instruments, methods and ways or even habits, whatever you may call it, that really help me curate my life according to what I want and what I like. 
So in terms of what really means when it comes to curating my day, I had to look up my dictionary and do a quick Google search to really research and find out what exactly curating means. Um, curation is actually the process of selecting, organizing, and looking after the items in a collection or an exhibition. So if you widely apply this to our life, obviously, uh, we're, not, we're not art collectors, um, but we're looking at sort of selecting, organizing, and looking after ourselves, right? So for me, curating my day is the act of selecting, organizing my days to better look after myself. It's truly a practice of self-care, if you would, and grounding myself in values have proven to be super important to me in finding the purpose of what I want to do in life. Um, so before even I think of curating my day, I sort of think about why I want to curate my day. So I would invite you to really think about this. Um, if you also want to curate your own day in a way where you feel wholesome, it's probably very important to first think about why you want to do it. Just asking yourself one simple question, you know, why do I want to curate my day? Why do I want to make myself feel better at the end of the day? Or why do I want to have a better day? Ultimately, it all really boils down to what matters to you and what really doesn't. In social media, I see this post um, often and it goes like this. Attract and hold on to things that only spark joy. As cliche as that sounds, but it's actually quite true, isn't it? You always want to hold on to things that spark joy. No one really wants to hold on to things that bring worry and unhappiness. But we do end up holding on to these things if you really look at it. So curating your day is not too different. It's actually about, you know, having that energy or having that um, aspiration of creating this environment around you where you're attracting and holding on to things that spark joy to you. But let us all accept here, I mean, I have to give this disclaimer, not everything in life really sparks joy. There are chores, there are tasks, there are to-dos that rarely spark joy. Heck, sometimes people we work with even don't really spark joy, so you, you know how it goes. But since we all have to continue and persevere, you know, we have to really go with the flow and really find out what really attracts more joy to us. So me and my good friend, Anu, who might be listening to this podcast. So thanks, Anu. Hi. Um, we share this thing where we say to each other, such is life whenever something happens. And I think it's so important to also recognize when we are curating our days to remember that life is you know, obviously coming up, coming along with its respective ups and downs. So you can't really curate your life or your day to have only good things. It also involves less joyful things. Um, perhaps I can call them, you know, things that make you sad, things that are mundane, 
things that you just have to get it get done because you have to get it done but at the end of the day we have to accept that sometimes we have to make an active effort to make a day feels better a day feel better um so one of the things that i recently got to thinking was you know we all lead very ordinary lives you me our friends we lead we lead very ordinary lives so we have to do something special every day to make it feel better make it feel more joyous so trying a little bit more to curate our day so that we feel happy at the end of it is sort of the goal of finding your aesthetic in the first place in order to find the aesthetic in life you need to also be able to feel more wholesome and more balanced and this exercise is basically getting you to think that um i hope you know it gets you to think that it has worked for me and i just want to share with you something that i always look up to when it comes to curating my day so in doing some research about this i found out that there is actually a word for this um scientifically and psychologically there's this beautiful concept called healthy mind platter yep another platter and not a cheese platter though this is um you know nonetheless still very important because This platter, the healthy mind platter, talks about the important mental nutrients that are required to lead a balanced day and thereby a balanced life. Yep, you heard it. It's called the healthy mind platter. aesthetic in life trying to curate your day let us first talk about the healthy mind platter so this is a concept coined by david rock and daniel segel i think i'm getting the name right they are practitioners in the field of coaching and the one is actually a doctor um a psychotherapist and they basically look at this study where they're looking at sub daily activities that actually make up a full set of mental nutrients which is important to create a healthy mind this is quite similar to something like a balanced daily diet for example imagine you're eating your lunch so you would want to be aware of how much proteins you're consuming fats carbs fiber etc and whether you are taking actually a healthy balanced diet in right so similarly here we're focusing on the equivalent of such a daily diet but actually thinking of it in a mental nutrition sense so there are seven components of a healthy mind platter um One is focus time, two is play time, three is connecting time, four is physical time, five is time in, six is six is downtime and seven is sleep time of course. 
and these seven components together formulate this healthy mind platter which ultimately looks at really developing your brain brain and strengthening it to make you feel happy at the end of the day or make you feel sort of wholesome make you feel all the sensations that you want to feel within that day now we can't really you know have all it's all seven sometimes at the same time um you know on the same day because we all lead very busy lives but this is all about perfecting you know the attempt of trying to get the seven right at least in the portions that you want it to come in so there is no prescription of how much focus time how much play time how much physical time is required there's no prescription prescription as such because we're talking about the human mind and the human brain and we're all different um, when it comes to what makes us happy so it might depend from each person um, to the other but it's all about ultimately at the end of the day making sure that we curate in these seven nutrients or these seven elements so that we feel wholesome at the end of it so just to give you sort of an example i am someone who loves creativity and for me playtime is extremely important where i have to prioritize more on my creative energy be it painting be it art be it serving or be it you know listening to a podcast or whatever just finding that you know connecting into my creative element is so important for me to feel wholesome joyous happy at the end of my day so for me that is a huge major portion of my my platter uh, for some for some people it might be physical time where they spend a lot of time with you know basically on movement um so it really depends from person to person but you know the aspiration is that we have to have these seven elements um at least in in the amounts that you know you would deem fit so that you feel happy at the end of the day so curating these seven elements is no easy task i must admit but you know if you really go through these elements one by one you'd understand that these are things that we do on a regular basis it's just about sometimes doing these things more mindfully that would help us feel like we are leading a balanced life or a balanced day so even when you are going to bed going to sleep really focusing and being mindful of you know the fact that you are taking this time to rest could actually make you feel better now starting off with focus time which is the first element focus time is about you know achieving your tasks and goals so rock and seagull the cute the people who coined this term the healthy mind platter found out that when we take up challenges we actually make more deeper connections in the brain so you know really taking the time to focus can really tally with the concept of deep work sometimes if you're aware of the concept of deep work it basically makes you really focus and um take that time to go deeper and into more depth um of the work that you are aiming to do you know sort of getting your goals and tasks out of the way so to curate this into your day perhaps 
Um, what you can do is, what I do is I use my work hours um, to get my goals and tasks done, especially related to work. Um, normally, you can't go for more than 40 minutes at a stretch being really focused so you need to take breaks in between as well but having the that designated focus time helps you to feel productive um, and if you're not someone who's working you can create a designated set of hours for you to focus and that would really help in optimizing your brain and feeling happy about it at the same time and then comes my favorite time which is the playtime Playtime is about allowing ourselves to be creative and spontaneous. Um, you can experience something new during this time. So as of late, like I told you, I'm curating this into my day a lot more by engaging in various forms of creative activities. I, because I love trying new things, I've gone all out. I'm painting, I'm collaging, I'm sewing, I'm writing and uh, sometimes I work on my murals. So I do a whole plethora of things and it really helps um, in sort of stimulating my brain. This, however, uh, it's important to remember that this activity, this playtime activity should not involve anything necessarily related to work because you're purely doing something that sparks joy and really only joy and nothing else. So no deadlines, no perfection required, just fun, you know. You heard me right, just fun, just for fun. J-F-F. Um, then we have a connecting time. The connecting time is also very important. And this is something that's very important to me too. Ideally, we as humans would love to connect in person but because we are living with Antirona right now connecting time is almost mostly virtual for some of us but it's so important to sort of activate this sense of connection you feel towards people and even the natural environment around us if you are someone who's living alone to tap into the wholesomeness of having a balanced day and by connection I don't mean going out with someone and just talking to that person but being fully present in that moment or if you're facetiming someone if you're talking to your better half other half or whatever you want to call it the special person in your life um you're just being very mindful of you know spending that time with that person or if you are connecting to your natural environment maybe sitting outside and watching the sky or watching birds um, or sometimes just watching um, natural elements. Um, so I've done this experiential activity once where we had to bring a natural element to this session and we just had to observe that natural element. And I took, I believe, a stone and just had to explore the texture, just feel the texture and just connect to the natural environment that's around us. Um, and if you really do allow yourself to connect, that also taps into that wholesomeness of having a balanced day. So at least a couple of minutes a day would really help. And for me, this has been a game changer. Um, and then we also have a physical time. And obviously, this is all about moving your body. For me, I don't really focus too much about shape and size anymore. I really focus on moving my body and relaxing and being very mindful of 
all the muscles, all the elements in my body that moves with me whenever I am doing my bar exercises or aerobics or yoga. So stretching and exhaling and doing all of that mindfully have really helped me feel you know more grounded and more joyous and really you know allowed me to find the aesthetic in my life i find it very interesting um how you know something as simple as stretching your neck muscles so if you're right you know if you haven't stretched the whole day if you haven't moved your body the whole day i would you know just maybe take this time to sort of stretch your neck muscles you will feel so good you know you can try it right now you know just stretching your neck muscles it just makes you feel really calm and you doing you you doing it mindfully while breathing in and out can you know take it elevate yourself to another level elevate the whole sensation to another level along with that we have time in and downtime so time in is basically time we take to reflect and focus on our feelings, sensations, and thoughts in ourselves. So this is said to be really helpful in integrating our brain. And this could be simple activity like journaling, which I'm a big, big fan of. Or it could be something simple as just sitting down and maybe really being present in that moment and, you know, catching up with your thoughts. Whether you're feeling stressed or whether you're feeling happy or whether you're feeling like overwhelmed or sleepy even, you know, just catching up with your thoughts and sensations and feelings. Downtime is, again, super important. Now, downtime is by the sense of the words, or is all about relaxing and rejuvenating yourself and your brain. So the most ideal way to curate downtime is to let your brain just relax and idle without a specific goal. One thing I hear about social media these days is the way in which there's a lot of chatter on hustling and being productive and being competitive. And there's very little emphasis on guilt-free chill time or idle time. I feel like my parents' generation focus a lot about, uh, focuses a lot about downtime because I see my parents doing this almost all the time, you know, taking the time to just stop doing something and just relax so guilt-free chill time idle time um, however you know studies like health the healthy mind platter have found out that it's so important for a person's day to have such a downtime moment or an element of downtime especially to help the brain recharge so here you're not sleeping really but you're mostly just relaxing and not not doing something that's productive or hustling um, just relaxing basically and then we finally um, come to sleep time so sleep time is basically curating your day in a way such that you allow yourself to relax and get a good night's sleep I have a friend who inspired me to do this um, and she takes a proper eight hour sleep and she's a really busy person so the moment she told me that, I thought to myself, gosh, if she can do it, so can I, because I'm not as busy as her. So I basically curate my day now in a way where I allow myself to relax and get a good night's sleep. And, you know, I just don't stress too much about 
deadlines when it comes to getting my sleep unless it's really urgent and someone's dying i don't compromise my sleep with anything anymore absolutely nothing matters more than my sleep to me um so this can't be stressed more than it already is but it's you know as cliche as it sounds getting a good night's sleep is so important to feel happy wholesome and joyous at the end of the day and it's also part of the aesthetic of your life when you when you wake up in the morning if you feel rejuvenated if you feel happy that is because you've gotten a really good night good night's sleep right so you know i used to be someone who called myself a night owl and would stay up ages and ages past my bedtime sometimes just working or you know catching up on deadlines or watching something on a streaming platform but as time passed by i realized that it's so important to give our brains give my brain the rest it needs um and by doing that actually scientifically we are apparently consolidating the learning and um we're recovering from the experiences of that day so getting a good night's sleep is so important for us it's so important burning midnight oil is not the ideal element you should curate into your day your day should actually involve a good night's sleep so that brings us to the end of our first podcast episode i'm so excited um that we hung out and i'm so excited that i got to talk to you and wherever you are right now i just want you to know that curating your day is not supposed to be a perfect task so you don't have to be perfect at it it's just you know a small nudge a reminder sort of something that you probably um you know just something that i wanted to remind you um that you can do if you wanted to uh, so that you would feel better at the end of every day and this is something a lot of people ask me whenever i talk to them you know they often ask me how is it possible for me to look at the aesthetics of life in in, in such depth or how is it possible for me to be happy um when sometimes things don't go right and i think with time i realized that you sometimes you just don't feel happy sometimes you just can't curate your day and sometimes you're going to have a bad day and that's just how life is such is life but if you do take the time to think about what you want to add to your day and what you want your day to look like i think that really shows effort in wanting to take that extra measure to take care of yourself and that's so important in the time that we live in now especially in developing a health my healthy mindset and just being happy um happiness is truly wealth no amount of money can really buy you happiness money can get you things that could make you happy but it really never can get you happiness and happiness truly lives within yourself right so i hope this episode this small chat sort of inspired you to think of curating your own day so that you can look into the aesthetics of your life um when you're more mindful and when you're more conscious you are more prone to 
look at things in a more deeper sense and you know feel happy so curating your day is just a step in this journey um and you know if you are interested you can do it you know at your own pace you can try today or you can try tomorrow just to add at least one element um of that healthy mind platter into your day so by adding that one element what i mean is being mindful of that one element in your day so if you're going to sleep maybe that's what you're doing um right now or if you are going to get some physical time or if you're going to um get some play time or if you're doing some focus time um whatever it is just being mindful of the fact that you are engaging in that exact task and acquiring that mental nutrient would make you feel better i think so i am so stoked again for you um for being here i'm not sure how this episode was for you so i'm really really not sure but if you do want to reach out to me you can reach out to me um i will include um all the details in the the caption of this um podcast i think you call it a caption so the description of the podcast episode um and you can just share your experience as well so with that i am going to sign off for today and just wishing you all happiness health and you know most importantly joy i hope this sort of little chat inspires you to see the aesthetics in your life um and take that step in curating your own day to make yourself feel better sending a lot of love a lot of virtual hugs whoever you are do know that you're loved you are valued and you are important stay happy and stay well signing off yours truly Thank you.